Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello, folks, and welcome to the second affirmative murder listener tales uh tales from your hood we haven't really figured out all those details of that yet Mm -hmm. uh but this is the second installment of that the first one was fun got to read some fun emails um and hear about a lot of crazy shit in 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 people's lives and we got we got some more of that do we this week how you feel about this so far i hate it nah (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's, it's, it's fun man it's good to uh has some type of interaction with with listeners. Yeah, here's some crazy stories. Yeah. Now there is a. I got an interesting email that I am going to read, but I, this is not this is not calling on anybody to send corrections my way at all. This is from a professional person, and it felt necessary to read uh, because I don't really know what we said last week. I don't really know how we said any how it could be misinterpreted. I don't know the damage that it could cause. So this is an email that's important to read, but this is not saying send in whatever suggestions you have. Oh, somebody, somebody bashed this. No, that's not a bashing. Oh. Friendly, friendly looking out. So we read an email from a listener last week that was about domestic violence. And, okay. I do remember that. Um, I don't think I said anything like this is advice or we're listen to, uh, I don't think that I said that, well, but it could be interpreted that I don't really know. That's why I'm saying, I don't know what I said. Well, I remember from what I recall, I remember the email was like you started. Then the subject was like, we can "What are your cut, thoughts? You can cut this." But no, it was but like your advice or something. It was thoughts. It, it was, was thoughts. thoughts. It was thoughts. Okay. But thoughts. Right. I gave my th- I gave my thoughts. But I don't. You know, we have a platform. I don't want my thoughts to be interpreted as yeah. advice. And so this person is like, I'm a professional, and here's you know friendly okay. whatever. So anyway, this is from a, a nice uh, a person named Alexandra, and they said, uh, "Hi y'all, I've been a listener of the pod for a bit now. Thanks for the content and lifting up stories that should be heard. I enjoy listening to your takes on things and getting the perspective, getting different perspectives. But just want to provide some constructive feedback on the recent neighborhood tales episode." So this is not from the person that sent. No. Oh, okay, that's why I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, no, this you. is not from the got person. You, got you, no, this right. is not from the person. Okay. Uh, they said, uh, I'm a sexual violence advocate, and while it's always great to raise awareness for issues like domestic violence, especially to hear from outspoken men, like us, I guess that's us, uh, I worry that listeners may take your commentary as advice, which again, it was commentary, not advice, but I get what she's saying. They might take it as that. I fully understand that, and that's why I'm reading this. Some of the statements made were not what I would tell a client or a family member or a friend of a person who is experiencing domestic or sexual violence. 
In fact, I worry that some things that were said could misinform people or discourage people from helping others who are struggling to leave a bad relationship. So maybe adding a disclaimer that those are your personal views or instead having a professional on the pod to consult might help. I'm not going to do that, but I will say everything that both me and Fran say on this pod are our views. We yes. are not professionals. I've not said several all. times on here, I've dropped out of college. You should do the opposite of whatever I say. And if that's not made clear by the things that I've said, I'm saying it here definitively on this where people are sending in things. If you're sending in these emails to looking for advice, consider this unhelpful advice. Like we... Don't listen to what we're saying. No. We're idiots. Anyway, again, love the pod, but I felt in this instance there should be there should have been a distinction between opinion and professional advice, not a professional anything, uh, and professional advice to avoid harming survivors. Thanks for reading. I hope you don't take offense. Don't take offense at all. Uh, I know that this is free content, and y'all do your best and probably get a lot of unjustified criticism, as it is for no good reason. Just wanted to share some insight as a professional in the field to help y'all grow and educate listeners who may be in similar situations to the listener who wrote in. Warmly, Alexa, sexual violence advocate in Minnesota and listener. Shout out to you, and thank you for that, and that's important for us to hear and important for us to say. So again, I will say, we don't know jack shit about anything, and if you send us an email, we'll read it and we'll talk about it, but please don't neither of us are Dr. Drew. We don't have a doctor in front of our name. I don't have a PhD in anything except maybe Trader Joe's snacks. Um, I don't know shit. Fran knows as much shit as I know, and neither of us know shit. So, you know, if it's not about basketball, don't take our opinion as gospel. Yeah. And even in that case, if you're like a coach, don't take it. Don't take what we say about basketball even to the no, heart. No, take what I have to say about basketball to heart because okay. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, that's Fran. He said that, and he's very adamant. He's confident about that. Anyway, let's move on to another email. Yeah. This is from Melissa M. The subject is Walmart Creeper. Uh, I the, hate Walmart. Uh, oh, I hate Walmarts with a passion. Yeah. There's never more than two registers open when there's 600 people in the store. I've always seen a fight. The shelves are barren. They don't even have anything at Walmart. There's never anything in Walmart. So what do you even sell? It's like Other a fashion th- show in there, man. People got some crazy That stuff I've never seen before. Tony the Tiger slippers. Yeah. Where do you even get those from? I've Out seen- the box. <laughs> you got to eat enough yeah. cereal to earn them. You have to earn those. You, you don't buy them. Yeah, you don't buy them. You have yeah. to eat enough boxes of cereal right. and collect the labels from the top it's of the box. You got to collect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the uh, McDonald's um, uh, Monopoly game. But if you solve the Tony the Tiger puzzle, first of all, you're great. And you get nice. some Tony the Tiger slippers. Yeah. Nice. That's bullshit. How can we yeah, do but it? You do it. I you learned. Know I learned. You know what I learned. Is. I know now. I have it committed to memory now. Anyway, so uh, the message goes, okay, guys, I have a creepy, non-dramatic story. I live in a small town in Tennessee. When I was about 13, while waiting for my mom to finish checking out, I sat at a bench near the front of the store. Probably Because you're killing time. You don't want to be standing up while your mom's beeping things. I get this. I, I'm, I'm a kid then. And then you have that moment where you're like, you're too big to sit in the cart. So you're just like. You're free roaming. I go sit down. Let me go pop a squat. Nah, nah. You want to be right that. up on your parent while I had no choice. Where am I go? To go sit in front of the store? They can see you where they can see you. I'm gonna be like, I'm just gonna sit over here. They can see you. Play your game. Well, nobody board. was gonna snatch you up. So that's. I guess wow. that was that wasn't. What are you trying to say? You was a little hefty. It was no. It was too oh, much. Too much. They literally couldn't snatch me up. Yeah. Wow. Low blow. Thought you were better than that. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, so I was sitting on a bench probably just 20 or 30 feet away from my mom. Suddenly, this man who looked nothing like me ran up and grabbed my arm and said, tell them you're my daughter. I said, what? I, yeah. <laughs> I said, what? And he repeated it as two men ran up after him and pulled him away. 
My mom never addressed it with me, and I never heard anything else about it. But as an adult, I've thought about it a lot. In what situation would you need a fake daughter? Did they catch him creeping in the kids section for, or did they keep? Did they catch him creeping in the kids section or following us? Was he just a? Was he just a crazy? I don't know, man. But if I have kids, I'll be a helicopter mom, even in this tiny town. Mm. So that's pretty wild. Like he just ran up on. Tell him you're my. Tell him we're related to each other. And then he was grabbed. And Maybe like, get out of here. He's being chased. But what would a kid? How would that salt, you know, resolve? He the came in there. Maybe he was doing something outside of the store, right? He's like, I told you, my kids in there. And, probably. And or they, if they came in following him, he's sitting with a child. They would go like, they would come in being lost. They was like, "Where's the guy we looking for?" Yeah, he didn't have a kid. He didn't have a kid. Mm. Well, she doesn't know, and we'll never know either. Yeah, but that's crazy. That's scary. It's wild, man. Yeah. I see videos like that on YouTube where people are just like. In grocery store aisles, and then they'll turn their back for a second, and some person will just try to take their pick their kid up and run away with their kid. Yeah, that happens more often than I'm yeah, I, man. than I thought. Yeah, there's a ton of videos like that on the internet. Yeah, they would just try to really literally snatch your kid. Yeah, it's scary times, man. So you have to be fast. You have to be and darty. Yes, fast and darty. Yeah, I recommend. But if it was you for a store, they wouldn't know. Well, it wouldn't tell. Uh, listen, if you. it was me, they would first of all they would see the residue of Rice Krispie treat around my mouth, and yeah. they would know that's my weakness. So they'd go, "Hey, kid, I just bought a whole box, thirty pack of yeah. Rice Krispie treats. You want some?" Out there in the car, I'd be like, "I mean, if you insist, Mister." Yeah, you uh, just weeble wobble your ass <laughs> out to the to the. Uh, yeah. All right. I wasn't. Listen, it wasn't that bad. I would. I didn't walk. It wasn't like boom, 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 boom. I was a husky kid. I was like a Bobby Hill build. Sure. If you had to go off of what my build type was, I was a Bobby Hill type. I wasn't Bruce Bogtrotter from Matilda. I wasn't like walking around with cake around my face and like on my fingers, chocolate Walk tips. side to side and shit. No, it wasn't me. I was a husky kid. Uh, I would disagree. <clears throat> well, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, this, t- this Tales from the Hood, uh, which was titled that, Tales from the Hood. Okay. Thank you for that. And I like that. Let's do that. When you send in the emails, title it Tales from the Hood. Yeah. This Tales from the Hood says, hey, y'all, I'll spare you the awkward intro and just go at, and get in, just get into it. Well, thanks. Yeah. This is the story of my childhood brush with a murderer. Mm. Connecticut, circa 1994, in the winter of my kindergarten year. I had some neighbor, some neighbor some music or something for that. That's yeah, that was dramatic. Just, I, I like I like the writing style already. You probably hit the wrong button anyway, but I don't continue. have I don't have music available. I had some neighbor kids over who were a little older than me okay. and were all playing together outside. It was getting dark out, so my mom, we, I'm guessing, I'm gonna fill in. Sorry, um, a person who's I'm sorry, Stephanie, but you missed some words. It was getting dark out, so my mom said we had okay. to stay in my yard so she could. So she could see me from my window or from mm-hmm. the window mm-hmm. since I was an actual five-year-old. <laughs> it had just snowed. So the neighborhood, so the neighbor kids and I were building a collaborative snowman fun. Uh, there were two girls who worked on the bottom part together. The boy age nine or 10, who was working on the middle and myself and my little self who was working on the head. I remember being so focused on my job that I didn't notice the sizes of the, of the pieces that the other kids had made. And when we all finished, I noticed that the head that I had made was tiny in comparison and was going to look weird. Mm. The only solution I could come up with because I knew I couldn't make the head any bigger was for the boy to make his middle part smaller. So this person dictates. I like the, you know, you take, take charge. We can, this is problem solving. I informed him of this and he got so pissed. He pushed me over hard. Mm. I hit my head against the cement steps. What? Jesus Christ. And he threw the middle of the snowman at me while I was on the ground like a, like a boulder. Yeah, this kid. 
this is this kid the murderer uh were you murdered uh it was the first time getting the wind knocked out of me oh so you're like uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> getting the wind knocked out of you is, it's hilarious but it's so scary um so yeah so um she uh so she was scared because she never had the wind knocked out of her before uh the kids all hovered over and looked scared because she's making that weird noise probably and then the boy's head just disappeared from view as he took off running because he was like fuck shit yeah I, I didn't mean to do that much damage the girl start the girl started screaming my mom came outside uh so much for her watching from the window after she figured out what had all just happened she went over to the kid's house where uh oh where he had turned out all the lights and hid what she yeah this kid this kid's this kid's been in trouble before she knocked on the door uh told his mom what happened a forced apology happened and it was like sorry my yeah. bad i didn't mean to do it a forced apology happened also he runs in the house and cuffs the lights mom probably like, what the fuck yeah are like you doing? yeah the mom was home <laughs> I'm play, oh, I'm playing. A, he, uh, he's, he's probably a good liar. Too. He's like, we're playing hide and go seek. It's a trick. It's a in game. The house. Hey, sometimes you want to believe the best in your kids, you know? I guess. Like, oh, you kids and your silly games. No, not me. I'll go. Why? What do you mean what in the you house? In the house? Playing hide and go seek. Run in, in the house. house? <laughs> They're not coming in. They better not be coming. Yeah, you, that's, yeah, that's that's you know that's why that's why you would ask questions like <laughs> your here? friend's not gonna be come running all up in my house right. tracking mud in here. Oh, right. you want you turn into one of those dads? Yeah. <laughs> Heat is on. Letting the heat you out. Not be running in and out, leaving the door open. Oh, you letting the good we'll air out. We'll no, <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, bro. <laughs> I feel like Peter Pan, bro. I just saw. I just found out my friend got old in front of me. You can't fly anymore, bro. What do you mean? You don't believe anymore. There's no way you act like that as a parent and you still believe in magic and can fly. I can't sprinkle fairy dust on you and you fly. Oh man, you get your kid can't back. Can be running the house. You got to be like Pan, like the Robin Williams movie. So you're like an old dad now. You got to get your childhood back. Nah, I hate that for you that you're I'm like. Good. What are you doing? Letting out all the air? Yeah. No, nah, come on, bro. You gotta give. You gotta get your youth back. You gotta get your childhood back. Watch Pan. Because you sound like Pan. Disagree. You sound like Robin Williams Pan before he got cool. So you think them running the house is okay? People, run, so you who they're they, kids, man. Let them run in the house. Man. Other people's kids. Other, yeah, yeah. You, you out of here, cracking dirt in all over the fucking place. Nah, you, you tripping. <laughs> nah, you're right. I don't have kids. You're right. I'm speaking out of turn. So anyway. Uh, so yeah, a forced apology happened and life went on. I didn't play with him anymore after that. And he moved out of town pretty soon after, but I still occasionally wondered whatever happened to that deviant kid who raged out and hurt another kid much younger and smaller than him. Fast forward to 2009. It's my junior year of college. My mom calls me and asks me if I remember this aforementioned kid. Uh Oh yeah. The one who pushed me down that time. I cracked my head open. Almost murdered me. I hold a grudge, so I remember him very well. Raymond Clark III had just been arrested for murdering Annie Lee, a 24-year-old pharmacy student at Yale. Annie was missing for five days before her body was found in the lab she, where she worked. Wow. On the day she was supposed to get married. Wow. Damn. He's, he has a serial killer name, too. Raymond Raymond Clark? Yeah. yeah. The third? Is that what you said? I the third. Ra- no, oh, the okay. third. You're Raymond Clark III. <laughs> what are you saying about the thirds? I'm the third. Psycho. We'll move on. No comment. Uh, when police went to arrest Clark, he was found hiding out in a hotel, much like he did with the lights off. Probably. (laughs) Uh, he was found hiding out in a, in a hotel with, with, with family. So he like, yeah, he goes to his family and just is like, everything's cool guys. I'm just hiding under this couch. It's just, it's fine. 30. Yes. What? what? Uh, (laughs) so he has taken full responsibility for Annie's murder and was sentenced to 44 years in prison. Oh, 
light. Uh, he, he has never given any public explanation for his crime. I guess I don't have any real commentary to close with except for poor Annie Lee. Yes, of course. Her family and her fiance because she was found on the day she was supposed to get married. Wow. Uh, from, from everything I've read, she was very much loved, an extremely intelligent woman with a kind heart, and she was working really hard to add something to the world. Mm. So that's the tale from the hood. A bummer. I'll include some links if you want to read more about the case. Love the addition to an already fantastic pod. Oh, thanks Thank so you. much, Thank you. Stephanie. And I can't wait to hear more wild stories from other listeners. Thanks for reading, Steph. Okay, well, cool. good thing this happened. That incident happened when they was in front of her house because we don't know how that could have went. If yeah, this kid could have committed like, his first murder at a young age. Yeah. We don't know how dangerous this kid is. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I have one more to read before we get out of here. Uh, this one's from Katie, and Katie messaged me on Instagram and said, I don't know if this is how you wanted me to do it, but I did. And this, uh, Katie, next time, send it to affirmativemurder at gmail.com, but I will read your DM this she time. Can do whatever and she this- wants, man. I don't- well, I don't want I don't people sending my flooding my DMs with dark stories, you know? Shit, man. Well, I'm waiting for celebrities to answer my, my DMs, and Ooh. I might be. <sighs> T Pain, oh. um, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, Devin Sawa. Sent him a message. I was like, yo, Dev, what's up? You got any extra footage from Casper on release stuff? Um, Snooky. From Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Macaulay Calkin. That's why I'm waiting. I don't That's see. I guy. didn't DM Mac. That's my guy. Yeah. But if I wanted to, and I'm getting flooded with these kind of DMs, I won't, might not see. So don't send them to the DMs. Send, or at least send them to the affirmative murder DMs. Send this to me. Well. So, you know, right. I don't, I I don't DM page. people from the affirmative murder page. When I'm me, I go, I'm DM, DMing all my favorite celebrities. Hmm. Um, anyway, she goes, my, so this happened to her last week. She goes, my boyfriend and I went up to Flagstaff, Arizona for the weekend. We're from Tucson, Arizona and decided to just camp rather than get an Airbnb or a hotel. Interesting. Not really my thing. I'm more of a glamper, but whatever. We had quite a hard time finding a good spot because it seems like everyone else had the same idea that we had and all in all the camping locations were full. We drove around for hours at night and finally stumbled upon a good spot that was very much in the middle of nowhere. Sounds super chill and white. This sounds like nothing could ever go wrong being in the middle of the desert with no service probably. Man, mm. this is so, it's so Caucasian. I love it. I don't know why people are just like, let's just go get lost in the in the mountains, you know? I think that's so like. Don't you like that kind of thing? No, I like to very much know where I am. I, I like agree. to go with a cabin in the woods. I'll go to a uh, house in the desert, but the house has to have like Wi-Fi and TV and frit, electricity. Yeah. I like to be fake nature. That's no fun. It's fun for me. 
that's where you can do drugs. I don't want to do drugs like in actual nature. I want to be able to go like to the backyard and it feels like nature. But then when I get hungry or cold, I can go into into four walls and then a bathroom. Though? It's like a that's like an artificial. Well, you don't do any of it. So who are you to judge me? I'm I know because it's not fun. It's fun. If I, but it's if fun I'm gonna, how I do If it. I'm going to do it, if you then did it how I'm I did it. In. If you did it how I did it, you'd have fun. Sure. Anyway, the road was very rough, and we were thankful to be in an SUV. It seemed like there were. It seemed like there weren't many people too close. So we set up camp and started a little fire. My boyfriend kept seeing a strange red light in the distance, and he was on high alert most of the night. The moon was full that night, and there was a creepy vibe in the air. I'm packing up, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. You're saying all the red flags. Uh, we managed to settle in, and were able to relax and enjoy a few drinks and some music. Okay, vibes, Tame Impala. I'm seeing it. I'm feeling it. I'm getting it. At about midnight, a small car came barreling down the road with no concern for their vehicle. You could hear the bottom of the car just completely scraping the ground, and they were hauling pretty quickly. That's when you get in your SUV and you do the same. Yeah. That's one thing I'll say about black people. If somebody starts running right now and we're in public, I'm running too. I'll ask questions when we get away from wherever that person's running. Yeah. So if I see a car speeding, I'm hopping in my car. I'm speeding away too. Anyway, so they were like, what the hell's going on? It seems strange because we could see that there was only one person in the car Mm -hmm. and they definitely seemed to be in a hurry. Why are you in a hurry in the middle of the forest at, at midnight? Good question. Midnight? Yeah, midnight. So it's not it's dark. So that's but that's I know what great, midnight is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Katie asked the question. I didn't ask the question, Frank. Katie asked the question. Uh, we kind of brushed it off, and I would never brush it something like that off. We kind of brushed it off, and shortly after went to bed. The next morning, as we enjoyed breakfast by the fire, that same car came, came flying back down the road. What? This time with a donut tire on the front passenger side. Still only the driver in the car. Where had he gone? We what just was drive fast? We just fast driver. Possibly. I don't I don't know. This is Katie's story, not mine. This is her story, not history. Anyway, uh, where had he gone? What was he doing for those eight or nine hours? Was he burying a body in the woods? Seems suspicious. And I'm just saying if a body is found in the wood in those woods, we saw that in motion. Or perhaps he's a werewolf or perhaps he's just a crazy person who enjoys destroying his own car on a rural mountain drive during a full moon. Just to enjoy some fresh air for the night. Love y'all, Katie. So, yeah, Katie, I don't know what you saw, but I commend you for st- staying the night. I would have absolutely left. That's crazy that you guys stayed. I would have packed up and left. No, you wouldn't have. You'd if have I like, saw a car going? hauling ass down the road, banging, scraping the ground, yeah. and, and I'm in the woods, too? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. Okay, well, you do. I don't know. You'd say, you said. Look at this fucking you said guy. said something about yeah. Alvin Insight of, uh, when we did the podcast earlier. Oh, you want, you want another segment of that? You don't know anything if you think I wouldn't pack my car. You would. If you were with a group of people? If I'm with a group of people, I didn't drive. I can't. But if I'm with a group of people you and I brought my like, own oh, car. Oh, let's get out of here. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have did it. Nobody would have listened to me. I'm saying I would have. Okay, so you would have I couldn't leave. But if I had the option to leave. No, you would I would have absolutely left. <laughs> you would I not, I would have man. absolutely left. No, you would not. Stop lying, to the, stop lying to the American people. You wouldn't have left, okay? You think I would have you, stayed in the woods where things going through my mind like, is this guy, is he, did he kill somebody? Is he running from somebody? Is he a werewolf? You think if I had any of those thoughts, I'm not going to fucking leave? First of all, you wouldn't be sober. That's number one. Okay, fair. Well, let's, I mean, See? I'm not saying I've never driven. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. This kids, kids might listen to this. Um, that, yeah, no, but this has been That's uh, crazy. This, a couple of fun stories. Please keep them coming, man. Affirmative murder at gmail.com. Please send them in. Tales from the hood. 
with as the subject headline yeah. and send in whatever crazy crazy stories you have. Again, alien fucking interact, whatever. It's not doesn't have to be specific to true crime. We just want to hear whatever wild stories you have. Anything. A, a, aggressive neighbor, whatever you got, send them in. We'd love to read them. And also, if you're bold enough, feeling fun enough, you think you have the voice for it, send in an audio uh, message. We'd yeah. love to play that too. Yeah. Again, affirmative. What's the what's the lessons from from today's episode? Um, if you see somebody hauling ass, leave. Leave. Don't uh, sit in front of Walmart. Don't sit in. Don't go to Walmart. Just don't go at all. Just don't go to Walmart. Just don't go to Walmart. Just don't. And uh, you know, uh, platforms are important, and so you need to be careful with your words. That's a very important one that we learned very seriously. And that other. And we are not professionals. And we are not. What's hey hey folks? We're gonna do a door the explorer thing. Okay. What did you guys learn? You guys are not professionals. You, you guys don't know what the fuck. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's right, that's, guys. That's, we that's exactly. Correct. That's right. We don't know fucking shit. And with that being said, we're gonna get the fuck up out of here, and we'll see you guys next time. Again, affirmative murder at gmail.com. Send those emails in. Tales from the hood. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park